Welcome back to the Always Aggressive Podcast. Corey Paul Canalipson, head coach Tony Ursland, and uh, our, our fourth member joining us this week, William Soleil, the new communications director for uh, for Purdue Wrestling. William, uh, awesome to have you on the show. Uh, thanks, guys. Uh, I appreciate it. I'm glad to be here. It's uh, been a couple weeks coming. Been uh, been in West Lafayette for about three weeks now. Getting used to. Indiana, the Indiana lifestyle, uh, but we're uh, I'm pumped to be here and pumped for the season. We're, we're officially one month away from wrestle offs today, so it's uh, so close you can taste it. <laughs> Tony, do you uh, do you know why Williams my favorite guy? No, Tanner, I don't. Please tell me. Because <laughs> now I only have to do one job. I figured that was coming, but I didn't want to steal your thunder, man. I did not want to steal your thunder. I wanted you to announce that with authority. So nice job. Yeah, no, that that was, uh, it's been a, it's been a very interesting couple weeks with William on board. Now. Um, I found myself stopping myself from doing things and be like, Nope, that's not your job anymore. (laughs) Text text my man here. It's all me. It's all me, baby. So, but, uh, no man, it's, uh, we're, we're pumped to have you. We're pumped to have you on the show. And, uh, Looking forward to introducing you to uh, the people that actually are out there that listen to us, which we're still confused by. <laughs> I mean, there's there's a lot to talk about, man. Big old, uh, it's a big time program. That's why I'm here. I'm, I'm pumped. I didn't, uh, I, I come from Oklahoma. I come from wrestling roots. So we're, uh, it wasn't, it wasn't just any, any old program that got me out of uh, the Sooner State. So I'm, I'm pumped to be here. Oddly enough, William, did you know I was born in Oklahoma? I didn't know that. I didn't know that either. I was born in Ponca City, Oklahoma. I did know that. Yeah. Good wrestling in Ponca yeah. City, too, over yeah. the years. Good Thanks barbecue sauce in Ponca City. Is that right? Oh, yeah. Head country. Wow. Mm. Man, we all learned something today about Tanner. I, th- I thought I knew a lot about him or most things, but, yeah, I learned something today. Uh, He's like an onion. you got to keep peeling back the layers. That a boy. Yeah. That's right. And he makes you cry. I, don't know. I, like, I like I like the Shrek thing, man. I like you know parfait's got layers. Why can't I be like that? <laughs> like Donkey said, man, he know I'd be an onion for. It. That's gross. So, uh, William, uh, walk us through a little thumbnail sketch of your bio. You come from from OU wrestling, like you said. Uh, uh, I know you're a sooner born, sooner bred, when you die, sooner dead kind of guy. But uh, you know, tell tell us about yourself. Yeah. So. Uh, Born and raised Tulsa, Oklahoma, went to school at OU, um, and then through a couple different hops, skips, and jumps, made it back to work in communications at OU and got my first taste of wrestling. It was about this time last year I started there, actually. So uh, it's been, I've been in wrestling for about a year now, and it's uh, it's got a hold of me. Uh, I, I, I had family that wrestled as a kid and uh, I actually knew a friend of family friend of mine walked on on the OU wrestling team back in the day. Uh, But yeah, I mean, it's, it's been an interesting journey. I'll never forget my uh, first wrestling experience going, uh, walking into the Michigan state open at 6.00 (laughs) AM and then didn't walk out until about 10 PM having only eaten uh, whatever snacks coach brought that were left over from the players for about, uh, however long that was. And I, we had at one point, I think 
seven guys on the mat at the same time between the open and the frost soft division. And, uh, I, it was a real baptism by fire that first week we had, uh, three title winners and six finalists. So it was kind of like, Hey, you better figure it out and figure it out quick. Um, I didn't go to bed till about 2 AM that night, putting together graphics because, um, <laughs> I didn't have any championship uh, graphics made and I wanted the boys to be uh, well honored for their hard work. So that day was crazy, but uh, it was, it was fun as hell. Uh, I'll never forget Mitch Moore. Uh, I tweeted that he was about to start on Matt four. And by the time I got the tweet out, he'd pinned the kid. He was wrestling <laughs> in about 45 seconds. And I looked up, I had been looking at a different mat. faster. I, I looked back and it was a different match. I was like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what's happening here, but it's, yeah. it's, uh, I love the sport really got a hold of me. It's been really fun. Um, obviously NCAAs are in Tulsa this year, which is really exciting for me. So it's a, it's going to be a hometown, hometown event for me, which will be awesome. But, we'll have a local guy, Tony. It'll be great. That's right. I'm looking yeah, forward to it. Know where all the hot spots are. I've, I've, I'm going to be your spiritual guy. I'm sure one of these podcasts will have a, I'll be the, uh, I'll do a little guide to Tulsa, Oklahoma. Yeah, for, for sure. Spoiler. William's guide to Tulsa. Here's all yep. the places you should visit. Love it. Exactly. I like it. It's got potential. Yeah. And I'll tell you, I just, what, what he just talked about is what I, I liked about William. You know, some people, if you're not in wrestling, you don't know what it really is. And you're talking about first open term of the year, walking into a cold gym before weigh-ins, trying to get everybody down to wait. And then you got 12 hours of wrestling to boot, you know what I mean? Before you get on the bus and go home or head back to the hotel. So I felt good that he, he knew what he was getting into. You know, sometimes you, they don't even know what they're getting themselves into and if it's going to work or not, but he clearly, he had a good idea of what it is and what it was and, uh, and still decided that he loves it and wants to be a part of it. So that's, that's uh, great for all of us. That yeah, was I've, that was the 2006 Eastern Michigan Open for me. That was the, the same the same deal. Yeah. We actually our bus broke down on the way home from Ipsy. We oh, sat on right. the freezing bus until like five in the morning when a new one came to pick us up. It was awesome. <laughs> I've always said that you kind of got to be a certain level of crazy to uh, to love wrestling, and so I guess I've got that level of crazy because uh, yeah, I mean I've. <laughs> this will be when we go to cliff keen in about two months it'll be my fourth trip to vegas with a wrestling team in the last 400 days and i would have never a year ago today i would have never i never would have never thought we'd be uh doing all that so yeah it's um it's a crazy sport it's a wild time though i love it yeah what do they say Corey? we're all here because we're not all there yeah there you go that's it that, that's, that's it. never been more true than uh this conversation right here <laughs> Um, in addition to meeting, uh, uh, our good friend, William here, lots to talk about this week, uh, lots going on in the wrestling world. Uh, we teased last time the, the world championships have come yep. and gone with a, a fine showing by the, the U S of a, um, we've gotten our conference schedule so we can hit on some yep. of those points. And we have, uh, seen a couple different sets of preseason rankings go out from our friends at uh, Flow Wrestling and Intermat and uh, some, some nice marks for uh, some of our young Boilermakers. So uh, with that, you know, Tony, I, I figure I'll, uh, I'll kick it to you to, to give us your impressions of, of how we did at the World Championships. 
Yeah, no, it was great. I mean, another good, uh, strong showing by the women. They're very consistent, right, in their performances. Uh, Silver as a team and and just a no, number of other strong performances, uh, you know, as individuals. So they they just, their consistency is right there. I mean, I'm sure they're working on how to overcome uh, Japan, right? They're kind of been the more dominant force, but our our, our women are, are right there and always represent themselves very well, just very consistent and strong year after year. Although I know I'm sure Terry Steiner is trying to figure out how to make the last jump you know, uh, over, over Japan, uh, the men, you know, uh, really brought their star power. And, and the highlight for me is having spent eight years at Nebraska prior to coming here with, with Burroughs was, was really just awesome to see him kind of get his seventh, uh, you know, championship and, and surpass, uh, coach Smith as well. So that was really awesome to see as well as right. A number of other really good performances, you know, by guys you'd expect with Dake and Taylor and Snyder and, you know, Gilman and those guys. So just, you know, a lot of firepower for that team right now. Uh, obviously kind of marred by the fact that that Russia wasn't there because that kept some of the really marquee matchups that other people would like to see out of the mix. But you can't do anything about who's in front of you. And, and certainly uh, they represented themselves well. So that was exciting to watch those guys really take care of business. William, you you know, you kind of remarked the fact that you're, you're only a year into the sport. Um, how wild is it for you to, you know, in just a year, all of a sudden you're, you're following international wrestling as well as the college stuff. Yeah. I mean, it's, it is crazy. Um, I didn't even know what flow was about a year ago. And now, <laughs> now I'm, uh, I don't know if I could live without a subscription. Uh, so it's, it's, it's crazy. I mean, obviously, um, you get a taste of that in your first NCAA's experience. I kind of got to go and watch it as for the finals as a fan, because we didn't have anyone uh, wrestling and it's, they're just even at that level, which I know the world is a different thing, but you know, obviously Gable Stevenson uh, is a guy that kid will eventually be on that circuit and watching him was crazy. And the big 10 wrestling is awesome. And we're going to talk about that later. I'm excited to get to see some of those guys, but uh, yeah, I mean, it definitely, it's something I had no knowledge of a year ago. And now it's, it's hard not to appreciate just how incredible these guys are. I feel like all these years later, Tony, um, you know, like William said, like, it's incredibly, I still don't feel like I know what's going on, <laughs> <laughs> but it's, but it's awesome. Yeah. I don't know. the, the Don't ask me any Greco Roman rules. Don't, don't even, I have no idea. Well, I don't know if any of any of us on this call could give you a, a great explanation or something that you're going to consistently expect in Greco. I'll tell you that it's hard for me to keep up, you know, as, as much Greco as I watch, I still don't uh, get the way some of the calls roll. Uh, William. So you're, you're not alone there, buddy. Good to know. Uh, I, you know, hate to interject here. My phone just buzzed. Um, congratulations. I know we can't say any names. Congratulations on the commitment that was just announced, Coach. That's a, yep. a, a big pull and a nice addition to the family. Uh, can't wait till November when uh, we sign some documents and can talk more about uh, this young man. But uh, yeah. obviously a, a, a nice day for the program. Yeah, no, that's great. You know, that's typically the the tweet where some coaches put out the big boom, hashtag boom or something, right? I mean, you know, that's usually what they do. Um, so, yeah, it's we've talked a lot about the last four weeks. We've been recruiting every weekend and working our tail off along with, uh, with practice with the guys. And so to have another really strong commit 
from a, a highly nationally ranked guy and who's well regarded in this 23 class is awesome. And, and we are pumped about it. And we'll talk more about them when we can, but just know that, you know, the, the fruits of the, of our hard labor are, are kind of coming to fruition here. So uh, yeah, excited about that. And, and thanks for bringing that up now. That's, that's like, good. like I said, the, my phone, my phone just uh, did the little, the, the little buzz thing and <laughs> yep. we, were, we were tagged in some posts. And so I, I, I felt it yep. was a good time to share. Yep. And we apologize for being cryptic, but we'll share when we can. <laughs> Just, just tweet a gif of a train going by and people will figure it out. They'll know. There you They'll go. Know. People there who go. know will know. <laughs> um, yeah, world championships were, uh, were really cool. It was, it was fun to follow. I know it was, it was, we had some, we had some perspective boilermakers on campus when it was all going down and it created a lot of conversation and a lot of people watching on their phones while we were at different appointments and, and going around campus and whatnot. So it was, yeah. uh, it was we a lot were really juggling a lot of balls on that day, <laughs> trying to keep track of everybody, uh, what they're doing and entertaining our guests. And, and, you know, when you talk about, uh, world championships and even Olympics, right. You notice, uh, and this applies to the big 10, like how, how tough it is, which is a great thing. I mean, you have, you know, guys from several schools in the big 10, you know, uh, representative uh of of that team that did so well so truly i think it just serves as notice to to our young guys and anybody on our team that that's the level you have to think and and train at you know uh as an aspiring young guy like that's the level you got to think at and train at and live at you know in your daily life because that's your competition that's your competition and and accept that challenge and let's let's go man you know so i think that that gets me excited that hey you know, this is how we got to think and live and act and train and, and, and put all of these things together if we want to be on those levels. So that's, it's inspiring as well. Absolutely. Um, moving on a little bit here. Uh, we got word from the big 10 here recently that uh, we got our, our conference dates and opponents yep. um, unveiling our, our final eight duels on the schedule and our, uh, our four home appearances during the conference schedule. Um the home matches of note, just to run through it, January 8th, we'll be hosting Iowa here at Purdue. Um, later that month, it's right now it's scheduled for January 28th against Indiana here. Yep. Um, February 5th versus Nebraska and February 12th versus Northwestern. Um, <clears throat> we're still waiting on the TV schedule and for everything to go final, but obviously uh, – you know, like William said, we're a month away from wrestle-offs, and uh, every time we get these pieces of information, it means we're one step closer to the season. Yeah, you know, and, and we've said it a million times. It's it's a, always a great home schedule with, with whatever Big Ten team you have coming in, but, you know, excited to have Iowa kick off the season. They always travel well. Another, uh, obviously, great team, so excited to have them kick off the season. And then it's just another good home slate, having IU back in our gym this year you know that's that's always a fun event um i will like you said you kind of prefaced it some of these times um which we don't have i guess yet or even dates could move just based on once we get tv selections and then also what we're trying to do as far as draw the most people you know like I, you know we were just talking this morning to give kind of the fans maybe a sense of what we're looking at is you know iu was during maybe is it sectionals it's might be the first postseason weekend or qualification sectionals and, and that's a saturday right now they've got us on so certainly we i'd like to explore 
moving it to a Sunday or a different weekend or time so that we can get all the fans in the gym to kind of see that in-state rivalry. So, uh, you know, now, now the fun begins is just tweaking it a bit and, and trying to get the most bang for our buck, I guess, the way I look for it. Yeah, I'm new, but is there is there an oaken bucket for every sport? Like, do we have our own oaken bucket <laughs> take from Indiana and shove in their face, or is that uh, is that just a football thing? So, I mean, that the, the oaken bucket's a football thing, right? We got to figure that out. Like, I'm I'm not uh, against that at all. Like, um, you know, William, add that to duties as assigned. If you want to figure out what we're playing yeah. for, you know, because I think the volleyball plays for the the spike. They got the right. mon on spike. The mon on spike. So uh, soccer's, you know, I got think the, soccer's got the golden boot. golden boot. There you go. Women's basketball. So, what do they call that, Corey? The, the, the barn burner trophy. The barn, the burner, barn trophy. burner trophy. So, and I mean, what's, you know, what trophy needs to reside here in our office complex? That's what you got to figure out. All right. I'll, uh, I'll get on that. Maybe, maybe I'll find some sculptor to make us an oaken, like, uh, what are the, the ear headgear you want the headgear yeah. oaken headgear the oaken <laughs> headgear well that's taking it way back you know tony used to wrestle with wooden headgear that's how, <laughs> how, how far he goes back i knew the old jokes were coming sooner or later ah very good it was, it was cauliflower it's really splinters yeah and and really the funniest thing about that is tanner's the one who's gonna have to wear the headgear first <laughs> love it you know what i mean like well he's the headlock guy know, We'll go takedowns if we've got it to figure out who's going to have to wear the headgear first. I, I know I, that's I'm a, Tanner. Hey, do you understand how much time we would spend in the hospital if that, like, if that came to fruition? Yep. I'm Especially me, but I mean, yeah, you, great you'd content. Hurt, you'd hurt yourself trying great to hurt me, Tony. Great content. Your wife's an yeah, athletic trainer. Content. You'd be good. Yeah. No. No. I think, but I think uh, I think William, yeah, really devote some time to that man. Let's figure out what we need to play for. I'm I'll all like, about that. I'll go meet them like halfway. We'll meet in a cornfield and have a discussion. Me and the IU uh, there you go. SID and we'll hash it out. Yep. Figure it out. All right. I like it. Um, Obviously, Tony, I will come back to our place. It's always a, a great one to have on the schedule. Bring your alma mater back here. And, and mm-hmm. uh, you know, I, I love that our community always really shows up hard for that duel. They get a chance to, you know, pack out Holloway or possibly even Mackey, depending on, you know, where we decide to, uh, to yeah. wrestle that duel. And, um, you know, I think we're, we're, we're discussing the idea of, of pairing our answer, our, our annual um, cancer fundraiser for the Iowa duel as well. I've been talking to our, our friends over at Rudis who are looking to work with us again to, uh, to provide special edition, special edition singlets that we'll auction off. Uh, you know, all proceeds going to cancer research. So that um, that should really end up being a, a great day on the on the schedule. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's exciting. Like I said, they always travel well. Obviously, a great team. So it's good to kick off Big Ten uh, play with 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 that. I mean, that's a great flavor. Um, I'd also tell you too, as we're looking through this, I like how it kind of laid out. There's only one weekend I'm really unhappy with, and I know you, you you'll know which one that is. But you know, you kick off with Iowa. Then we're, we're close to home. We got Illinois the next weekend. What is that on the 14th? Maybe. Yep. Um, so it's, it's close an hour and a half away, Illinois only um, before the next weekend, we go on the road. Um, yes, we you know, do. For, yeah. Wisconsin on Friday night and then Minnesota on Sunday afternoon. So that that's, that's the longest road trip of the year against two quality opponents. But, you know, again, you know, 
relatively close to home with single duels only to kick off the season. So not that you're easing into it by any means, but it's not like last year, man, we kicked off. We had uh, Nebraska Friday and Iowa Sunday, both on the road. And that that's a long road trip. That was Boy. a trip. That's that a, was a brutal. trip. And, you know, and luckily we, we split on the road that weekend getting the win over Nebraska, but yeah, so it, we ease into it, I guess, as much as you can say that with two good opponents, but one duel each weekend then we're on the road twice, you know, on Friday, Sunday for that, um, the 20th and the 22nd, before we come back again with a single duel with IU. Um, just on, was that a Sunday afternoon right now? Uh, Saturday, Saturday night. It's on a Saturday right now. Yeah. Okay. Saturday. And then, um, then boy, it, it gets into, uh, I don't know. Three of our last four at home. Yep, let, me, let me throw my glasses on so people, yeah, so I can actually see. There we go. Yeah, we got IU on a Saturday, Nebraska at home on a Sunday. Um, before we get busy on the last week, and the one I'm not happy about, and Tanner knows this, and it's kind of the bane of his existence travel-wise, too, is we, we're, they're sending us to Maryland on a Friday night, uh, and then we got to get back. Yep, and then hosting we're hosting Northwestern North on Yeah, on Sunday, which, you know, I it's it you know it's not ideal and but everybody got kind of put in this uh you know away in home situation this year so it's not like we're the only ones and and we'll wrestle well and we'll handle it just fine but uh, it it is curious to me that they send us on our farthest road trip you know uh, on that weekend you know it could have been away to Illinois and then back home you yep. know for uh for NU so it, that that's the curious part of part of this you know with me but, uh, but otherwise, you know, a really, you know, good schedule. William, one thing, uh, a tactic that you're going to have to practice is, okay. um, is talking Erzlin off the ledge and, and <laughs> kind of showing him like, you know, when, when, when he, when he pulled that card out and was like, what are we doing here? You know, I went through the rest of the schedule for the other teams and pointed out how, you know, over half the conference has a weekend where they're on the road on a Friday and at home on Sunday or vice versa. And so, uh, you know, I, I think it made him feel a little bit better that we weren't alone in the situation. He's still not happy, obviously, no. um, you know, which is a rarity anyway. He's he's never really all that happy. But yeah. Um, but yeah, well, you have to you have to practice that skill of like, you know, delivering bad news, but then like being able to like kind of like <laughs> put it in perspective for him. Yeah. Do a little ice and fire situation. You know, you got to you got to. Bring the heat and then cool it off just a little bit. Yeah. There you go. There you go. Coach, you want the good news or the bad news first? Yeah, give me give me give me a choice. That, that's a common, yeah. yeah, that's a common thing. And and honestly, my answer varies depending on the the mood I'm already in. You know, sometimes, you know, hey, just yep, hit me over the head with the bad again. Go ahead, keep it coming. We'll finish with the good. But some days I just can't take I can't take bad right now. You just gotta tell me something positive. So hit me with the good. It'll change. It's not always going to be the same. Okay, I'll I'll stay on my toes. There you go. I'll yeah, we'll keep you on your toes with that. And I've got a question for you guys. You know, obviously, I'm I'm new to Big Ten country. Um, and which which of these four four road duels? I mean, obviously, I'm I'm, I'm really excited for Holloway. I'm really excited for Mackey. Um, and we can talk about that too. But I, I'm curious, which of these four home duels you guys think are are you guys circling? Which one should I be circling? Which like, which one of these is is some of the cool some cool to look forward to for me and potentially our fans that would travel? Yeah, with. well, I mean, so this is to me is the great thing about the Big Ten is you can circle just about 
just about any of them, right? Because they all have their interesting points. And you're the guy who's going to write about the matchups and, you know, you know, the nuggets, you know, sure. for each duel, right? I mean, I could go down through this and just throw stuff at it left and right. But but clearly, right, Iowa's a home duel. Again, you know, historic, traditional program. You know, they're going to bring a lot of good matchups. IU in-state, something that's always, a, you know, a heated rivalry, right? You, you know, Nebraska, a number of good quality people you know, very consistent program, you know, and, and I've got ties to Nebraska and Iowa, right, by the way. So and, and you know, those, are, those are ones you want to circle and just from my perspective. And, you know, you can't take, you can't take NU off, you know, the, you know, a team that boy last year wrestled extremely well at the end of the year, you know what yep. I mean? And, and always has some good individuals. So, you know, for me, circle them all, you know, okay. what I mean? you know, right. William, like you, you can't afford to, from a mental aspect to not, be excited and up for any of these because they offer, they all offer, you know, significant challenges. Yeah. It's very much coach speak to, uh, Oh, you know, you can't take anybody very lightly. You know, we got to really just focus on the next opponent. And uh, you know, there's, there's a lot of that, but man, does it ring true in the big 10? Yeah, no doubt. There there really are no days off. Like you're, you're going to walk into a gym and, and, uh, those guys across from you, there's, there's, there's a bunch of hammers over there. Yep. There's no doubt. So, and then, and that's right. That's because of right. How we qualify for nationals and because of what the nature of the conference, man, everyone's big, you know, you gotta, you know, you gotta have that RPI in line. You gotta have your win percentage, right. You gotta have your, your ranking. That's how we qualify for our, our, our last, you know, event, which is our biggest, right. With the NCAA championships. So truly man, consistency is rewarded and it's a big deal for us. So uh, again, you know, it, like Tanner said, I get it's coach speak, but truly don't take a night off. Somebody's going to beat you and that you shouldn't, you know, shouldn't let get by you. So, so uh, you got to be ready every time. See now, William, I've got, I've got an actual answer. I've got two teams that I'll, that I'll tell you about off air. We're not going to okay. get that here. Okay. It's a, co- <laughs> it's a coach speak podcast. I'll get on board with that. Yeah. Um, Last and certainly not least uh, this week, we had both uh, – we had a couple of the, the big outlets, Flow Wrestling and Intermat, drop their preseason rankings in the last few days and uh, and ha- highlighted a handful of, uh, of Boilermakers. Um, William, do you have, do you have those, those numbers on hand? I do. I do. I have them right in front of me. You know, I will give you center stage to, to, to run those through, man. All right. So uh, we got four on Flow. Uh, Matt Ramos is Ramos. Uh, Ramos, I always I'm Ramos. Sorry. It's Ramos. Ramos. Okay. I, my instinct was right. I wasn't, I questioned myself. I shouldn't have. Filipino, uh, not Spanish. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. Uh, Matt Ramos and uh, Thomas Panola, uh, both in the top 10, uh, ranked at 10 in there at 125 and 20 and 97. And then Parker Phileas, uh, comes in at 12 and 41. And uh, Kendall Coleman at 14 in 157. And then uh, do you want me to go into the intermat ones as sure. well? Yeah, keep sure. it going. Uh, yeah, the Ramos is uh, 10 again. 10 again, yeah. yeah moved up to 10 in uh, uh, for intermats that came out yesterday. Uh, Phileas is at 14. Coleman also 14. Jake Knoll uh, ranked at 33 uh, in there at 74. And then uh, – 
for some reason, uh, for Panola, I wrote 197 twice. So I guess I have him ranked at 197. <laughs> I, think he's, I think he's 11 or 12. I think, yeah, he's <laughs> he's right there. I'll, I'll confirm that real quick, but he's yep. uh, highly ranked. I think he's right outside the top 10. Yep. yep. He is, he's 11. He's 11. So. Okay. No, absolutely. So, I mean, clearly, right, people, and we've talked about this in the past, we're going to have a young team with a lot of new faces, and th- those guys will have chances early and often to make a name for their se- themselves, and I'm sure they will. But it just shows the consistency of, of our guys that have been in there, that, you know, those four guys are all basically right there contending, you know what I mean, for, uh, for the podium uh, in March, you know. And so we're obviously really high on – you know, on, on all of them, I think, you know, Matt kind of made a name for himself, you know, emerging at 133, which is not even his natural weight class and was was a blood round guy as a freshman. And so we're really excited to get him down to his more natural weight class. And we think that he can be dominant at that weight and expect big things. And, and I think just another year of, of folk style, you know, pe- many people maybe didn't even realize that. Uh, he hadn't wrestled a, a folk style match since high school when he first came in last year, you know, so for him, another year of folk style under his belt um, with the top and bottom wrestling is going to suit him and serve him really well. Um, and then I'm really high on Parker Phileas right now. I think Parker has had a tremendous summer as well. And, and uh, you know, he's got wins over two of the higher returning all Americans, you know, coming back. And so he, you know, the, the capability is there, but I think his consistency has looked really strong this fall so far. So I think he's going to, even though he's ranked highly, man, he's going to put himself in the mix. I, I really like where he's at with his head and, you know, his lifestyle and his training has always been, been very strong. Um, Kendall Coleman, um, you know, looking for a bit of a rebound for him, but I think Kenny's, Kenny's looking to rebound hard too. You know, it's, it's up to Kenny. You know, he was he was beat up a little bit last year, some injuries and and just kind of didn't get the finish that he wanted. You know, it was disappointing for for him, I know, and, and obviously us, too. But I think Kenny's looking to bounce hard and certainly is very capable. You know, if you look at where he was, you know, before earlier in his career, he you know, he, he can get back there pretty easy. And I think he is he's looking to bounce hard. And his training has kind of reflected that so far this year. So really excited to see Kenny realize uh, what his p- potential has been in, in indicating to us. And then Panola, you know, you know, just the consummate worker, you know, the guy's a grinder and, and just kind of mentally tough as nails. And so, you know, um, you want to see a guy like that, obviously get what he wants too. you know, uh, as he winds down towards the end of his career. So excited for, for these four guys, uh, not only for what they bring to the table performance wise, but just who they are and kind of how they lead because they very much lead by example as well. So yeah, pump for these four. And at the same time, I'll tell you, I'm looking forward to these, some of these young guys making names for themselves. And you mentioned Noel, right? Like Noel had beaten a few national qualifiers last year. And we've got a number of these redshirt freshmen that have won opens last year too. So I'm, I'm pretty confident they're going to come in and, and, and move themselves right into some conversations as well. And there's a lot of opportunity for them too. When you look at our schedule and you look at these rankings for, for other teams that are, you know, going to come into Holloway, um, you know, there'll be opportunities for, for guys like, you know, Dustin Norris, for guys like Ben Venadia, you know, some of these, a lot of these younger guys who, uh, like Tony said, uh, you know, went out and won opens. 
you know, Tristan Ruhlman won the Frost Off Division, the Michigan State Open. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dustin Norris won a couple opens. Uh, Stony Buell. Stony Buell. Uh, who, who's going to be in a tight battle? I mean, like, you know, we've got Coop Nori there, who's been in and out of our lineup a little bit, um, spelling and showed signs of some real promise. So, you know, but Coop and Stony are going to have a good battle. And that's a great thing. That's mm-hmm. a great thing to have competition like that. For sure. So, um, and then I, I, I kind of, one of the things getting into the wrestling that I always loved, and it, it kind of goes back to coach speak in a way, but it's like they're with these guys. Wrestling is one of the only sports it's, if you beat the guy in front of you over and over and over again, you're going to get where you want to go. Like it, yeah. it's, it's not like football where you've got to, you got to impress a committee or, or do hit a certain number of boxes in, in wrestling. It's you control your destiny. And yep. I love that about the sport. It's like you, you can go as far as you're willing to push yourself. And that's, that's always super fun. Cause like we, I know you last year, we had a kid, uh, Willie McDougald, who I, no one even knew his name. And then he got inserted into the lineup as a redshirt freshman and was a big 12 finalist. And like that stuff like that happens all the time in the sport. And it's awesome. Cause it's just, you can be the next man up thing is real. Like you could be, yep. you could be inserted into that lineup at any time and you have, every shot is the next guy to be a national champion. So it's, uh, yeah. that's one thing. No, and and you, I, I, I like your point. I mean, you know, cause I think that's very appropriate for this team is I, we know our guys, they're strong red shirt freshmen who have done really well, but other people nationally haven't had to see them yet. And so we're excited for other people to kind of get a look at some of these young guys and what they're capable of. Yeah, absolutely. Corey, what else you got for us this week, man? You know, uh, I think William just put a bow on that, on that. What I, what I was going to add was uh, the importance of, or, or, or how excited we, we should be for wrestlocks because, you know, for, for a handful of years, we've had a veteran lineup and uh, wrestlocks were, were kind of just a, another pro- process thing that you went through this year. They're going to have a little more juice to them. It seems with, you know, a handful of weights up for grabs, a bunch of young guys that not a lot of people have seen, a whole bunch of. So so that's one month away, you know, one month away from today, wrestling in Holloway Gym should be a should be a good time. Yep. Uh, All right. Awesome. Well, guys, another great one in the books. And uh William, thanks for joining us, man. Yeah. Yeah, happy to be here, guys. Uh make sure Everybody follows us on social, all three platforms, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, baby. Sell, sell, sell. like a true communications guy. There you go. All like about the social. Get that content flowing. Absolutely. All right. Uh, we'll, uh, we'll jump up some more topics for uh, for the next time down the road. Until then, everybody, thanks. Have a great week and boiler up. <laughs>